Everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Welcome on back. Happy Friday. That doesn't feel like a Friday. No, it doesn't. That's one of the deals with the holidays. Uh, Have you known what day it was at any time over the last week? No, especially since uh, I'm still doing jazz games throughout them. It just, yeah, Yeah. it it all runs together. In fact, we have another jazz game coming up tomorrow. I have talked to so many people who have asked, what day is it? Usually people know what day it is. Well, it's Friday, and it doesn't feel like a Friday, but it is Friday nonetheless. And uh, uh, I don't know. Didn't Wednesday feel like a Saturday to you? It did. It was because we had the day off. Had you know, Didn't have a jazz game on either New Year's Eve or New Year's Day, which was pretty pretty awesome for the personal life. So, you know, good times. Of course, we finally had a day off, and you know what I did? Worked. No, laid in bed all day, <laughs> hacking up everything I've ever yeah. eaten. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, let's talk a little jazz basketball. No doubt Jordan Clarkson uh, in his short time here, Gordon, has already had an impact. Um, We're kind of seeing what he can do for this team and wondering about, you know, fitting into a new team and adjusting and all those sorts of things. Well, he jumped on the show on New Year's Eve, and, uh, you know, we wanted to replay it because, well, it's not our highest listenership on New Year's Eve. No, let's give it a listen because a lot of people – he has – he, for, for being the player he is, he sure has stirred a lot of interest in the Jazz and, and sort of renewed hope. He has. And on top of that, we'll, we want to give people uh, an incentive to listen extra closely. We're going to give out a four-pack of tickets to the Stars game either tonight or tomorrow night. We'll oh. give you your choice to go see the Salt Lake City Stars play. So we're going to ask a, like a... Listen closely to the interview, and we'll ask a, like a trivia question after it's over. Sounds good. And we'll give you a free night of basketball on us. So listen closely. Here's jazz man Jordan Clarkson. Countless hours practicing. An 82-game regular season. Off the Donovan, and he packs it! Three playoff rounds. Rudy Gobert with a left-hand hammer. All for one goal. A shot at the NBA title. The Big Show has you covered every step of the way. This is the road to contention on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Let's get out to the Sprint special guest line. Of course, he's one of the newest jazz men. He is Jordan Clarkson with us on The Big Show. First of all, Jordan, welcome to Salt Lake. Thanks for jumping on with us. Oh, thank you. Uh, thanks for having me. So, give us, hey, your quick first impressions of this uh, this jazz franchise. And I know you haven't spent a ton of time here in Utah yet, but your first uh, impressions of the community as well. Uh, everything's been great. Um, you know, everybody's been very welcoming. Um, you know, just really welcoming me with open arms. You know, it's a it's a really good organization, and uh, you know, I'm I'm just uh, you know excited to be here and. Uh, you know, happy to just join this organization and uh, try to help them uh, with their goals. What was your initial reaction when you uh, heard the news that you'd been traded to Utah? Um, I would say 
not I wasn't shocked or anything, um, but I was more uh, looking forward to the to the next chapter on uh, what it was coming. Um, I definitely was excited and uh, you know glad to hear that I was coming to you know this organization and you know I've heard great things. Uh, I'm very cool with George Hill, uh, Rodney Hood, and guys like that that came here, especially Kyle Corver. He, he said a lot of good things about the organization. So. Um, just from what those guys have said uh, about it, you know, I was I was ready to come here and uh, with an open mind and uh, take it all in. Now, Jordan, I uh, on top of doing this afternoon show, I also host the the pre half and post game for the the radio uh, the radio broadcast. So I get to listen to all of your wonderful post game comments uh, after games, and I've noticed something about your comments so far that you really have have made an effort to mention you know fitting into the jazz system and learning and learning what your role is going to be in those sorts of things. How how I guess difficult is that process coming to a new team and wanting to play your game, but at the same time you know fit in culturally and and systemically in those things as well um man at the end of the day it's still basketball but um you know coming in here it's definitely tough it's a process um you know just got to figure out stuff uh on the on the go and on the fly you know you kind of just throwing into the fire a little bit um but you know i'm i'm listening i'm learning every day all these guys have been talking to me coaches been uh you know, on me, you know, watching film, talking to me, uh, give me a, a amazing amount of, uh, you know, just insights on how the system works. And, um, you know, everybody's just talking. So it's great to have those guys around um, really helping me, bringing me along. So uh, it's definitely um, a blessing for those guys to, you know, bring me along like that. You mentioned getting thrown into the fire, and uh, you got here. Talk, I, I guess the question is, talk about kind of your first day with the franchise because you got here in the morning, right? And then yeah. uh, had a chance, and then played that night. I mean, it, it was wild, and he played really well too. Yeah, I think I flew in about. Uh, I got in around ten, ten something, uh, the morning. Uh, went straight to physicals. Uh, took a quick nap and uh, grabbed something to eat, and then I was at the arena. Um, lifting and getting ready for a game so um, it definitely was a, a first time experience I've never done that before so just um, something that was uh, you know something new just wanted to come out here and, and uh, compete though uh, at the end of the day it's, it's basketball and I wanted to go out and help the team win on my first day Jordan Clarkson is with us on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. And, and Jordan, doing this job, sometimes you notice that fans don't appreciate that uh, you guys are people and, and living lives just like us. And uh, I think people would, if if they worked at their job and one day somebody came in and said, hey, guess what? Tomorrow you're going to be working at a different company in a different market, getting to know different people. Good luck. I don't think people would, would handle it quite as well as uh, athletes seem to. But talk about coming into this locker room in specific and meeting new co-workers, if you will, or your new teammates and, and kind of bonding with them when you really have to be productive right away, right? Yeah. Um, it's definitely a, a, a tough situation, but like I said, since, I, since I've been here, since I arrived, you know, everybody's, you know, really welcoming me with open arms. Everybody's talked to me like I've been here for um, a little while and, you know, the, the reception I got from the fans when um, I got here was was amazing too. So, um, like I said, everybody's just welcoming, 
and um, you know they all they all want to help, and they know that if we're all on the same page, we're going to do great things here. What have uh, your first, uh, I guess, uh, experiences interacting with Quinn Snyder been like? And has he told you what he expects from you from a role standpoint with this team? Um, he just said to really just, you know, bring, every day is just an, a new day for me. So I'm learning each day. Um, but he he didn't specifically say what my role is or anything. He just wanted me to, you know, get everything down, uh, the concepts, so defensively, uh, offensively, um, and just told me to, you know, be myself and, you know, you'll, I'll adjust to, you know, the game. So, uh, and how they play in the system and everything. So that's all I'm trying to do. I'm coming here. I'm literally trying to learn every day, trying to learn as fast as I can so uh, we can get this thing rolling. Do you know what assistant coach you're going to be working with specifically yet? Um, no, I've been kind of everywhere, but uh, Johnny Johnny Bryan has been um, really working working with me a lot as well too. All right, Jordan. Uh, before we let you go, uh, when we kind of you know have you on for these first types of interviews, uh, we want to get to know you a little bit. Uh, tell us, uh, I guess, a little bit about your background, your family, where you came from, how you uh, arrived here, where you are now. Um, well, I'm from San Antonio, Texas. Um, I went to University of Missouri. Uh, I was drafted by the Lakers, second round. Um, played in L.A. for a little while. Got moved to Cleveland, went to the finals with them. Lost to the Warriors. Uh, had a year in Cleveland and then uh, was shooting up for a game. I got traded to Utah, and I'm excited to be here. So tell us a little bit, I guess, about your your interests. And then I guess the way I'll ask this is when you're you're killing time on the road and you just need something to do, what's your your go-to? Like movies, books, video games? What are you into? All I do is I really watch movies uh, the most. Um, Just try to catch a good TV show. I just finished watching um, You. It's like a very big show on Netflix right now. I came out with season two, so I finished that in almost uh, like this week, so in a few days. Kind of binge watched that, so I gotta find another show soon. But that's what I'm really on. Movies, uh, TV shows, I like films, so um, all that kind of stuff. Alright, give us maybe not necessarily your favorite movie, but give us a movie you could watch over and over and over again. Uh, I'm a big... Uh, Clint Tarantino fan. Okay. Uh, Martin Scorsese as well. So I'll probably say, uh, I would probably go with True Romance uh, from Quentin Tarantino. I think that was a classic movie, and uh, he did a really good job of uh, making that movie. I, uh, that's one of my favorites. All right, Jordan, we have a show uh, that, that runs a few times a week called The Movie Zone here on the station. And uh, it, they, they do uh, movies and they kind of look at it from a, not like a critic perspective, but, you know, everyday moviegoer kind of perspective. And our, our producer, Austin, hosts that show. What do, you, what do you think about Jordan's selection, Austin? What, what do you think? As far as Tarantino's go, that's a, an underrated one. I'm, right. I'm impressed, Jordan. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. A lot of people would say yeah, Pulp no. Fiction or even the the newest one, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but uh, True Romance, wow. Yeah, that was, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was really good, too. I liked it. Um, but yeah, the True Romance probably the, 
All right. That's like a, a classic for me that I would go to if uh, I take a girl out on a date or something. All right. Well, well, you got the movie zone seal of approval, Jordan. So you got that. Love uh, me. Hey, we uh, we certainly appreciate a few minutes. Uh, welcome to town. Happy New Year! And I know a lot of fans out there are really excited to watch play. All right. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Thank you, Jordan. That was Jordan Clarkson, the newest member, or one of the newest members of the Utah Jazz. All right, Gordon, let's give away these Stars tickets. Here's the uh, here's the uh, the 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 clue. Okay, no, this isn't Jeopardy, I guess. Uh, Jordan <laughs> mentioned uh, Jordan mentioned three names, three players that he checked in with uh, to ask them about uh, the Jazz and the franchise and the city and everything. Name one of those three players, 855-340-ZONE, 855-340-9663, and we're sending you to see the Salt Lake City Stars either tonight or tomorrow. They have home games out there at Bruin Arena both nights. Go out and see them. They're still red hot, playing very, very well. See the future Jazz Stars of tomorrow today. Gordon, uh, 855-340-ZONE, and uh, one of the three names that he mentioned. And I, I actually think that that was really important because, you know, Gordon, the, the, the Jazz are fighting this perception battle. We've talked about it uh, a zillion times, how people perceive Salt Lake City or the Jazz or Utah or whatever. It's been a topic of conversation for the past however many years the Jazz have actually been here. And it's why you want to treat your players well. Because they're eventually going to go other places. They're going to play with other players. They're going to connect with, uh, you know, other people that you're going to be interested in down the line, let alone agents and managers and all those sorts of things. And if you treat your guys right, then you get uh, what we just heard from Jordan, where he checked in with these guys and they told him he was going to love it. Yeah. Yeah. He sure sounds to me like he's got a terrific attitude. He does. He says all the right things. Yeah. I mean... I think in my conversations with people around the club, they seem stoked by him. They think that he is, even though he's something of a veteran player, they think he can contribute more and he can fit in really well with the Jazz. And that's those are all very positive indicators. And I suppose the Jazz wouldn't have made the move without him. I think they're looking for a leader of that bench unit, yeah. somebody who can take Both. some ownership of it. And, and it's interesting that you use that phrase, that that word, leader, because there are so many different ways to lead, but the best way to lead is by example and by what you can contribute to the club. But if he can also, in addition to providing that scoring spark, he can also unite the team, unite the bench, because it seems like, don't you get the feeling like benches in the NBA are a little bit like offensive line? You know, I mean, they're their own little club, and they have to be. And that's something that's been really positive with the Jazz. And you can see it when you when, when something good on the floor happens among the starters, what's the reaction of the bench? And when you see guys who are into it and celebrating one another's success, that's a healthy thing for any club. And that's something that we've seen with the Jazz over the past number of years. And if they can recapture that with an increase in talent as well, then then it's all good. All right. You talked about uh, methods of leadership there and leading by example and, and all that, you know, just brings an interesting thought to my mind. You are, after all, the godfather. I consider you a leader on the station. What What is your method of leadership around here? I say the hell with anybody else but myself. 
that your method of leadership around you. No. You're, you're a, a leader of us. It, I just it's was, the exact opposite. You know what? It's, it's called caring about the people you work with. I mean, it's not very hard. But uh, I, I, like, I like to think that I care about you, Jake, as much as I care about me. No, I, I was just thinking, you know, you said lead Donovan, or uh, who are we talking, Clarkson leading by example, and I thought, you know, Gordon is a leader, but I'm not so sure leading by example is his, is his <laughs> chosen method. Oh, well, thanks. I think there's other ways you can do it. I'm just not sure if that's your, your method. Caring is your method. I can, I can come on board with that. You care about the well, people I don't, you work I don't with. Know, I don't know what you meant by not leading by example. What does that mean? Well, let's just say like um, you walk some lines on the air that maybe we don't want others on the station to walk, like that sort of thing. <laughs> well, really? Like that, like that. that. <laughs> you know, we don't necessarily want uh, other members of the staff to duplicate the Not Sports Report. Like that's probably <laughs> that's probably not what we're looking for. Yeah. Yeah, I can see your point. You see what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, guess. nothing nefarious. I just don't think we want in, anyone else doing that. <laughs> okay. But but you lead in other ways. Like, like the caring host. Are you genuinely care about your coworkers at the radio? I do. Yeah. Tell Austin at that because he's not going to believe. No, at the, at the radio station, I know you care about your coworkers. I care about my coworkers everywhere. Yeah, at the, at the radio station. <laughs> After yesterday's discussion, I just want to make that clear. My friends. Uh, All right. Stay tuned. We will. Don't you hate it when people call you a friend when you're not a friend? You know? Like happened to Kurt yesterday? Oh, what? (laughs) When people say, I call you, say, say, Jake, my friend, and you don't even like the guy. Nothing will get me riled up faster than when someone goes, listen, pal. I ain't your pal. Hey, did we get a winner, by the way? Yeah, we we did. <clears throat> okay. Which uh, which game did they pick out of sheer curiosity? Uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow, a little Saturday night out at the Stars game. Uh, if you want to grab your tickets, go out there and enjoy it, slcstars.com. And if you've never been to a Stars game, they really uh, work very, very hard to make it a very family-friendly, mm-hmm. uh, family uh, make it easy to bring the whole family. My kids love it. It's affordable. They've got the bounce houses. You know, I'm I'm discovering more and more the value of of kids burning off energy, and that that feels like a good thing. Like you bring them here, you throw them into the bounce house, you watch some basketball, and hopefully you go home and they're exhausted. <laughs> so so this is your chance to watch some basketball and, and and wear your kids right out. Right. That seems like a you know a really strategic move to me by the stars, <laughs> thinking like, hey, we're hey, going to give them plenty to do. Go to the stars game. And uh, and watch your kids fall asleep on the way home. Exactly. Man, there's a lot of value there. <laughs> Stay tuned. More Big Show next. <laughs> the lessons you're learning, Jake. 97.5 and 1280 of The Zone. There's a moment in your bones when, when the fire takes over. Blood is running, heart is pumping as the battle gets close. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We've had a lot of... Was it on the air? No, no, it wasn't on the air. (laughs) We've had a lot of conflict during the break today, I feel. Do we need to, to, like, hug it out or something? Are we we doing all right? I'm just being me. You guys are the ones that are, you know, having a sharp edge to you. Well, I mean... 
Uh, we're here having I am over page. here trying to lead the way. <laughs> you uh. are you are our, our leader. <laughs> you will navigate this uh, ship troubled through troubled waters. <laughs> was that ship with a P? I, I tried to really make sure that it was ship with a P. Yes. I, I, this I funky ship. Yeah. Let's not bring that up again. Let's not. Let's not do that. No. Uh, Gordon, uh, another NBA story caught my eye, and and really this Anything just bulging over there. No, no, this really just validates uh, you know, my opinion and something that I've been right about for years. So as usual, I like to bring it up and okay. uh, and go ahead and highlight that. Uh, did you see these comments from Joel Embiid talking about the struggles that Philadelphia has had on offense? I did see uh, a few of them. So his question, the question was, uh, who is he ripping, Ben? Well, let's read it, and we can come to our own conclusions, shall we? We shall. Uh, The reporter says, starting lineup has struggled offensively. What have you seen in that regard? Uh, Joel Embiid said— Well, I got a point guard who can't hit the front side of a barn. Oh, sorry. Can I I read the quote? Mm -hmm. You want to— Please. You got that out of your system? (laughs) Please do. Because you just totally monsoned this quote. Who's nowhere near as good as Donovan Mitchell? Here's what he said, quote, we just got to look at ourselves and see what we can do individually. We've got to help each other, even if it means being outside of your comfort zone for the greater good to help the team win. Meaning that if you've got to space and shoot it, you've got to do it. We need everybody to buy into that and we'll be fine. We're going to be fine. And then he kind of softens it by saying, we're still finding our groove. We haven't been totally healthy. The whole starting lineup, like I said, we'll be fine. But those are, those comments are pretty cut and dry, well, what he's, he's talking about. he's not talking about himself. No, no, he's not. <laughs> Even though he should, because his effort level on a lot of nights really stinks. But he's talking about how Ben Simmons needs to get out of his comfort zone and, mm-hmm. and do it for the, the betterment of the team. But I wonder if he can. Well, he has made a three this year. <laughs> he he has done that. Baby steps. No, but but I I get what Joel is saying here because if you look at and and give me a minute and I'll bring up the exact numbers. But if if you look at the numbers of percentages of his shots, it's not just the three ball. He he shoots at the rim and that's it. Yeah. And in today's day and age in the NBA, that's that's just not going to cut it. And when you compare him with say Giannis who has gotten out of his comfort zone and is really trying to figure out how to extend his range, which will turn him into the best player in the league bar none. He's putting in the work to do it, and we're seeing it, and Ben Simmons won't even put in the effort. Okay, so then that leads to this question. Is there a chance that Ben Simmons, I won't use the word bust, but could it be that he is nowhere near the player that people projected him to be. Yes. He's not a bust because he can play defense. He's he's a great uh you know, passer. He can there are certain things he does really really well. But you've been saying this all along, Jake, that he is so very limited because he cannot in the modern NBA, if you have a, a guy who handles the ball as much as he does and he can't shoot that's uh, that's like uh, you know uh, having to hop up and down the court on one foot. You, we saw it first person, and I know this was pre-modern NBA. But remember how the Houston Rockets used to guard the Jazz back in the AK Memo Boozer era? They yeah, couldn't shoot from the outside. They didn't guard AK. Remember that? They didn't guard him at all. And that's remember the thing. Jeff Hornacek was working with him yeah. to to hone that shot. 
They just played basically five on four because they just ignored AK wherever he was on the floor. And, and that's and, a great example because AK was multi-talented in other ways like Ben is. And ironically, AK hit, I mean, a real dagger three in that series to win it in uh, Game 7 in Houston, if you remember that whole thing. But their their game plan was to not guard AK. When it comes to the playoffs, listen, these, these one-off games where teams don't have time to totally, you know, sink the their teeth into the game plan mm-hmm. and all those sorts of things, things get lost in the scouting reports. But listen, in playoff time, whoever gets the Philadelphia 76ers, they're going to game plan to, yeah. to leave him alone the whole time. And you can't, in, in where spacing is so important in today's day and age, Joel's right. You can't. You can't have that. You're going to lose. And this year they don't have Jimmy Butler who can take the game over. So it's it's a big problem for well, Philly. Suppose, it's interesting that he's calling him out. Though. Yeah, yeah. Supposedly during the during the off season, Ben was working on all this. Stuff. Was he? According to who? Well, I mean, you saw all those videos online of him taking three pointer after three pointer. I, I thought that was working well, on it. Well, a couple of videos showing when he actually <laughs> made one. Here's the, here's the thing. And, and Kobe Bryant said this. I think he said it on Chris Mannix's radio show uh, a little while, like a year ago when I was listening to it when it was on Fox Sports Radio. And uh, Kobe Bryant gave Chris an interview. And Kobe said the entire sh- his entire shot needs to be broken down to dust and recreated. Wow. That's how bad it is. Mm-hmm. Now, there have been other players that that's been the case, and some have worked on it and some have not. But Kawhi Leonard had the same problem. They broke his shot totally down, rebuilt it back up in San Antonio, and look at what he is now. Well, Jeff Hornacek re- reshaped his shot. So You just have to work at it. Yeah. And and Ben is is too busy being a Kardashian and not doing what he's got to do. I don't. I don't blame. Is he hanging out with the Kardashians. Yeah, he's with one of the the Jenners. What? Which one is it, Austin? Which? Is it which Kylie? Which Jenner what? is? Which Jenner is Ben Simmons into? Uh, uh Ky- Kylie. Yeah. Okay. Well. Wait, Kylie? Is it Kylie? I don't. I don't know the Jenners. I don't watch that. Show. Kendall. It's, it's Kendall. Maybe Kendall. Yeah, it's one of the Jenners. Where they're they're back together. So he's he's doing the Kardashian. Crystal. Thing. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. Uh, but, you know, you can see that his teammates are getting frustrated with him. Yeah. And that, you know what, that quote is going to create some waves in that locker room. Well, he said it on purpose. Yeah. He, it's one of those deals. We've talked about this with, with Rudy. Sometimes these things, if he is saying that publicly, how many times do you think he said it privately? You'd hope at least once. A bunch of times. I'd say a thousand times. You'd hope. And if it's not being listened to... Or like you were intimating there, if he's spending all his time with the with one of the Kardashians or whoever, then get in that gym and get that jump shot fixed because the team's depending on it. Well, I don't think Philly will, will be a, a true title contender until they either move off him or figure out a way to, to reach him to get the coaching that he needs. Have you been able to get a feel for his attitude? What is his attitude? Is he humble? He doesn't no. strike me as being humble. No, remember how he dealt with all that rookie of the year stuff yeah. where he was just completely dismissive of Donovan? Well, yeah, yeah. It was kind of like, hey, you know, get real. Right. Treating the guy it, doesn't even exist. Treating it like it's a joke. And and you know what? I, I can't get over how many national media, like national NBA people that I really respect who thought that that race was just, oh, pff, it's just Ben Simmons, well, blah, we, blah, well, blah. We and talked it's like, to a number of them on our air. And it's like, what are you, you know? How how can you be missing the most important co- component of playing a specific sport, and and 
be just, oh, man, are you kidding? It's not even close. Like, that just seems so ridiculous to me. And then Bede's over there saying, hey, man, I'm seven feet tall. How come I'm a better shooter than you? Well, and that's why the whole uh, where everybody thought Ben Simmons should be disqualified thing really bothered me. Because why are you looking for a loophole? He's a better player than Ben Simmons. He had a better year that year than Ben Simmons. And everybody's going, oh, he's not really a rookie. Who cares? He is by the definition of the rules, and Donovan still should have beat him. And Donovan's still a better player. You were right about a lot of things there, Jake. <clears throat> That's why I brought it up in this segment. <laughs> i got to hand it to you. No argument here. You were right on all counts. It's almost as good as this argument he once had. I hate amateurism. Okay. Pay those college athletes. Why is that even necessary? That has nothing to do we're with We're talking about things you write about. Nothing to do with what we're talking you about. You nailed hey, it, Jake. Let us compliment you. No, that that is that is no compliment because that's not even my voice. I think it was your that's voice. That's not not me saying it. I don't know. I don't know if you you got Tony working on my impression or something like that, but that is, that isn't this guy. No, it was you. Prove it. Play it again. Jake is extremely cerebral. He's very intelligent. You, He's a great decision maker. Thank you, He's Austin. got poise. Leadership qualities are there. He seems to be exceptional in pressure situations. Thank you, you know, The bigger the stage and the more pressure, the, the more he responds. Thank you I hate much. amateurism. Pay those college athletes. Man, you got wit buffaloed, man. <laughs> I love that wit drop. And and that's why I when I heard it uh, during that press conference, I immediately called Austin and said, "Pull this, please." <laughs> <laughs> this applies directly to me. I, I think we need to play this often. We need the Utes to be up against a player they don't like named Gordon. Yes, we do. And they just trounce him in the media. Gordon uh, really blew it out there tonight. Won't happen. Not that very many people are. are have Gordon's not my kind of guy. Well, what about like uh, like uh, what's his name, Eric Gordon, who plays for the Rockets? Maybe we can get mm. uh, maybe we can get Quinn, you know, talking <laughs> oh. sternly about that. Lightfoot brings a big haircut. Oh yeah! Oh, good point. If he, uh, you know, would actually play in this building again. Oh, I I'm saying that as I'm stating fact. That was not a shot. That was a fact. Are you celebrating him having? No, I'm stating problems? that he hasn't played in this arena because of those injury. And problems. saying you think he may not ever. Well, I mean, I do think he was scared of playing in the Western Conference. Yeah, but Daddy's always happy. I think he was scared of the competition in the in the West. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. All right. We'll have more coming up next. You are so smart, Jake Scott. Thank you, Gordon. You are just, I mean. That just means so much coming yeah, from you. Yeah, I mean, are, you're hardly ever wrong. Jake I, is extremely cerebral. I know. It just it feels so good. Especially about that amateur thing. It was no, one of okay. your high points. I Thank hate you. amateurism. Pay those college athletes. It's so, like, horribly acted on my part, too. I mean, just ridiculous. I thought it sounded, it sounded right, yeah. yeah. I mean, when you said it, you meant it. Stay tuned. More Big Show next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. You don't believe what you say? This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. It's our good friend, Tim Lacombe. Where do you think the Jazz are missing Conley the most right now? I'm a believer in Conley. I think I've always been a huge believer the data points. You just go look at his body of work through his career. He's been so incredibly consistent. I almost believe that this, uh, this time for him to sit and watch the Jazz work, Mike being able to sit back and say, you know, really Donovan's just out there making the right basketball play. Joe's out there making the right basketball play. So this might be good for him. Obviously, his health is number one. 
and get him healthy. But then I have no doubt that his addition back to this team with all those guys getting all these meaningful minutes and guys getting some confidence just builds the depth and it will help the team in the long run. Tony Parks and Austin Horton, weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5-1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. And Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Let's talk a little NFL football here for a moment, Gordon. Haven't had a chance to get to. We've got the wild card weekend coming up this weekend. NFL playoffs, of course, a lot of fun. We want to want to go through this? Sure. I know we talked about it a little bit the other day, but let's see if you've, uh, let's see where you're sitting at. Okay. Do you have a favorite right now to win the Super Bowl? Go all well, the way? The, the Ravens have played so well. But it's, it's hard, uh, you know, the I don't know. I, that's why I love the NFL playoffs so much. Is uh, and I'm why I don't bet on sports is because any of these games could go either way. Just about any of them. All right. So four games on Saturday. You have the Bills at the Texans. Then you have the Titans at the Patriots. Sunday game one. You have the Vikings at the Saints and Seahawks at the Eagles. Out of those eight teams, who would uh, you say is most likely to make a run and could possibly win the Super Bowl? So I know you love picking the favorite with the Ravens, so I'm taking that off the table. Well, a team that is really interesting to me because of their struggles of late are the Patriots, uh, and and I know that's you know people are probably sick of the Patriots, but I don't know the future of Tom Brady. I, I don't know how this is this if you want to call it a dynasty. I don't know how this thing is going to end. And isn't that a weird thought that as you're watching the Titans? Austin's Titans against the Patriots, that that could possibly, I'm not saying it is, but it could possibly be Tom Brady's last game in a Patriots uniform. It could, although he doesn't really show any signs of of wanting to There's quit. There's been a lot of speculation about it out there, and I don't know who to believe. I saw somebody speculate that he'll be the, the quarterback of the Chargers next year. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Know. Yeah, a lot of people are saying that Rivers will will not be the quarterback. Oh, he there. definitely He's... will not be the quarterback there. I it, it, answering my own question, I'd say the Saints. Yeah, they're awfully good. And Drew Brees, wow. And their defense How is that... legit, and they have a running game, and they have the best receiver in the game. I mean, I, I think the Saints are, uh, have a real shot. I missed Austin and Tony's exercise about the the quarterbacks picking teams by the quarterback only uh, during their show. Who did they end up uh, favoring ultimately? Austin had Tannehill. Uh, I think uh, I, <laughs> now Austin's on the phone, but giving us dirty looks that I'm misrepresenting his opinion. Uh, I think uh, Austin went with Breeze. I think Adrian went with Breeze, and Tony went with uh, Tony went with um, Lamar Jackson. Oh, 
Well, that's that's a strong. I mean, yeah, but is Lamar figured out in the playoffs? See, the 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 thing is, these these quarterbacks just storm onto the scene. Defenses get a chance to adjust, and then some. It doesn't matter. Adjust all you want. I'm still going to dominate, and some get figured out, quote unquote, yeah, figured out. You true. know, and Lamar Jackson has been so dynamic through the air this year. I know he gets a lot of credit for doing both, but through the air, yeah. he's been incredible. So that that kind of leads me to believe it will continue in the playoffs, but it didn't last year. So, but he wasn't as dynamic through the air last yeah, year. He's been he's been amazing. You said dynamic, absolutely dominant this year. All right, so let's uh, let's get your official picks here. Who do okay. you see winning, the Bills or the Texans? I'll go with the Texans. Give me the Bills. Okay. Titans or Patriots? Patriots. Two favorites so far. Vanks, <laughs> uh, Vikings at the Saints. Saints. Uh-huh, seven and a half point favorite. Uh, and then the Seahawks at the Eagles. Uh, just to be different, I'll pick the Eagles. I know you're going to go with the Seahawks, and that would be the smart pick. But I'll be different and pick the Eagles. The Eagles have been devastated by injuries. I think yeah. I do think the Seahawks are going to win that game. I do too, but I pick the Eagles, so I'll stand by it. Okay, so my one upset is the the Bills, and your one upset is not really the Eagles, <laughs> because the Eagles aren't the Eagles. <laughs> not not really the Eagles, but you're going to be pressure shamed basically. Yes. Into... <laughs> yes, I admit, guilty as charged. Uh, all right. There you go. There's our NFL picks. I mean, I'm excited for this uh, weekend of NFL football. I do too, man. It's just such a perfect setup. It, it, already, football games are an event unto themselves, but when everything is on the line, you either play and win or you go home, baby. It, it, it's a it's a great melding of two wonderful things. All right, we'll have more big show coming up straight ahead. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, ninety-seven five and twelve eighty of the zone. This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. I don't want to sound like I'm the defender of offensive line, but sometimes they don't have a voice. Sometimes nobody says anything for them. In fact, I'd say most of the time nobody says anything for them. You, you do sound a little bit like Sally Struthers. Be like, be the voice for those that have no voice. Be the voice for your offensive line. <laughs> Sally Struthers. Can you not call me Sally Struthers? Say it like. It's not how I want to start out my new year. These large men don't have a voice but you can <laughs> for just five dollars a day and it's hot at the end of the day catch hands and scotty every day from noon to three presented by your rocky mountain chevy dealers on 97.5 1280 the zone and the zone sports network Wrapping up a big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, and Gordo. It's wild. It's Friday. The weekend is here. It is. It's uh, Friday, uh, the first Friday of the new year. And uh, Jake, uh, we're looking ahead to a fantastic 2020. Are you the the go into the new year with a good attitude guy? No, not really. I mean, I, I, mean, I don't... I, <laughs> I guess some people say, oh, 2019 sucked, 2020, hopefully it'll be better. I, you know, your life is just an ongoing continuum, right? I, I hope it's good. I hope every day is good. Yeah. You know? It just seems like there's a lot going on in the world. I'm a little pessimistic going into 2020. Well, I mean, 
I saw somebody sent me one of those things online recently, uh, a good friend who said it, uh, it was a saying, and maybe you've seen it, but uh, it was all about New Year's validations instead of resolutions. Give yourself some credit, you know? Pat yourself on the back. Feel good about who you are. You are enough. I don't think... As they say. I don't think patting yourself on the back is your issue there, Gordon. <laughs> I'm just talking about everybody. Because a lot of people think, sort of get down on whatever life can drag them down a little bit. But, uh, and it is a challenge. Uh, there are challenges along the way. But just pick yourself up and uh, give yourself credit for... Just getting by sometimes. You know, we can't all be up for major sports writing awards for our own self-validation. Can't all be up for columnist of the year or sports writer of the year, whatever it is you're up for. Austin, this is one of those uh, this is one of those Hallmark card moments on the show. Make yourself feel good. All right, make yourself feel good. Thank you. I can I can take that I can take that into my new my new year. No, give yourself some credit. That's all I'm saying, Jake. Feel good about who you are. Okay. All right. I uh, is is the Monson household going to get back to normal this weekend? Or are you still feeling uh, you know fallout from the holidays? Well, we have certain family members that are moving away. Yeah, that's no this fun. Week, so there will be some. Is your tree still up? Goodbyes. Uh, yeah, it is actually. Everything else is, is has been taken down, but the tree over there is still still up. How how much involvement do you have in tree removal? Hmm. Well, with any luck, none at all. So you're paying somebody to come get your tree? No, and and remove it well, for you. What we usually what we usually do is haul it out in the backyard and leave it in the backyard, and then. It comes spring, uh, then, uh, you know, somebody takes it away. Just someone. <laughs> just somebody. So you just pitch it in the backyard until spring and then somebody the else. Tr- the tree No, we set it up so it looks like a tree. And then and then eventually the uh, certain, certain people. The gardener. Elves emerge from the wood <laughs> and remove the, the Christmas tree. Oh, no, because elves would be free. All right. (laughs) We'll talk to you on Monday. This has been The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.